to another episode of Cuckoo's First Flight, a rather ambitious podcast in which we attempt to write, play, and develop an entire new RPG system from scratch. Woo! So, hello and uh, welcome back from the Big Punch team. Here I we guess. all are. Yes. It's been a little while for us, at least, since uh, we last played this game. Uh, yeah, this is um, officially like session two for us. Yeah, uh, it's still mm. season one. I mean, it's still in the same storyline. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we did we did like the first batch uh, in one big uh, epic session during a heat wave uh, <laughs> yeah. like a few weeks ago. Uh, we've had a little time to ruminate on it all, think about you know how things went yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, what we might change and improve. And now we're gathering once again. <laughs> to uh, actually make it happen. It's actually mm. just the first time in six weeks we've all been in the house at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I will remind you all, it is actually my birthday. Yay, so you'll have to be super nice to me and I get to re-roll everything. <laughs> but you're time. the DM, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Every advantage is mine, basically, is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, so screwed. Uh, so, um, as anyone who's been listening to the series uh, will know, uh, last episode was kind of like an uh, intermission. We talked about some of the our, our thoughts at this point. Um, and I guess now, before we dive back in and do a little recap about where we were and what mm-hmm. we're going to be picking up from, uh, are there any changes we're going to be implementing? Because this is a, an organic process. And Lucy? Well, my, my first idea is I, I want to make uh, the way you were using strategy actually like codified in the rules. Um, mm strategy now sort of signifies how well your character reacts to an unexpected situation so in order to decide turn order and decide on who gets to react to an event that happens first we will roll a strategy so if your character has higher strategy you're more likely to be able to react first which kind of makes sense um we also talked about changing the name of intelligence um I think deduction came up on the on the list of possibilities, and I think that's possibly the closest one we've come up with so far mm. as yeah. to what that actually means. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing that kind of uh, leapt out at me, and it was a, like because we had intelligence and knowledge, knowledge, yeah, and it was kind of like defining between the two, and like so now knowledge is what you physically like, actually know. what you know, what you've learned, what you've experienced, and maybe instead of intelligence, it becomes deduction what aka you can work out. yeah like mental agility agility like how quickly can you solve problems yeah, can you yeah. think of things on the spot and mm. the last thing i thought of um was the idea that you had of having retaliation attacks if a defense is higher than an attack yes and this is something we've discussed um and we feel like there needs to be and this is where please jump in guys <laughs> there needs to be a a limit to that like you don't want to ha- be able to have a retaliatory attack if you only get one point over mm. the attack, you know that just means like you defended it well. Three, yeah, it's like three is quite a big. Or really should it be proportional? Yeah. Of like, you know, mm. this is what we haven't quite figured out yet. Could Maybe it be that the difference in defense, so would it be at one, two, three, four, whatever, allows you to roll that many die and potentially rebound a bit of attack back onto that attacker. I guess mm. the, th- the, mis- the thing I kind of screwed up on really. Was because the idea is like you know you attack with a stat you defend the stat 
And if the attack is higher than the defense, mm-hmm. then the attack goes through. And in my head, when we were playing, it's like when someone successfully defended with a higher number, my brain was like, oh, they got a higher number than, than the attack. Yeah. That means they should get a retaliation attack. But I was like, but that's every defense. Like if you if you defend anything, of course, the defense will be higher yeah. than the attack. Yeah. So if we did do that and it were just like you defend with a four, but the attack was a three, mm-hmm. that's a successful defense. But that mean, would mean you'd automatically get one attack back, mm. like as yeah, default. Like is yeah. Right. You need like almost like a base state where you defend it. It needs to be like a critical. But that's it. You win. don't get. <laughs> Perhaps just up to the dungeon master yeah. to just say that was really good. You get yeah, a bonus you... roll, and you get to decide how many die hmm. that we roll. And maybe as we play, a, a natural kind of level will present itself. Yeah, to when it's mm. particularly dramatic, you know. I mean, I'm, I must admit, I was. Oh, I'm choking on my own rage, but I, I must admit, I was kind of just being a bit more creative when I could. Like I think when we got to the yeah. big fight scene, I was like, well, we don't have. We, concrete rules at the moment for how this might. Oh, basically, there pan were two out. rules for combat. They yes. Were, you know, making an attack and making a defense. <laughs> so it's very simple and very open, and that's the point. You know, mm. I wanted I wanted rules light, and I wanted it to be flexible and be able to change a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you two have any thoughts to add in to that as well. Um, one thing that occurred to me was obviously my characters. Um, personal like as a human being power Mm. is very low because i didn't put points into that yeah um but she has the ability to be very strong with wish yeah yes yeah i just wonder whether there is need to codify that a little bit because if let's say i was a big muscular character Mm -hmm. and therefore was the muscle of the team because i am the muscle of the team but not by virtue of my Mm -hmm. physical shape um i would have a really high strength and it would be very easy therefore for me to know how many yeah, dice, yeah. dice to roll because I would be strong. Yeah. But because I'm not strong, if we, if you ask me to do a power check as I currently stand, uh, that would just be two. But if I have summoned strength from the lamp, yeah. then... And I, and I guess the issue here is that I may not have summoned strength like that because you can do it in so many ways. So mm. I could have summoned swords, yeah. I could have summoned arms, mm. I could have summoned legs. Yeah. I think... Um, it's tricky. Yeah, and certainly with something like the lamps and the wishes where... Practically anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, I guess within storytelling reason. I mean, like, um, well, case in point, like, uh, Lucy and Ali, you both have a weapon. Mm. And I think the thing we said with the weapons was that, like, it would give you a, a plus. I mean, you would... Yeah, no, yeah, your laser pistol's like my plus laser pistol's plus one. And my spear is plus two. <laughs> I mean, could we say that if you used a short burst of something, it gives you a plus five... I just wonder whether, if you imagine how D&D would do it with like putting a manual together, they yeah, would inevitably yeah. lock down the number of forms that you could generate. Yeah. So, for example, if you're a level two lamp user, you can create five different things. One of them is swords, one of them is arms, one of them, you know, do, mm-hmm, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Do, 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 yeah, like that. yeah. And, and then there would be a codified, like, uh, table for each of those forms. Yeah. Well, here's, I mean, here's an idea. With the way that I wrote the character creation, the maximum stat anyone can ever have in one point is... 13. Mm-hmm. So if you considered that a maximum, if you use 13 dice at any point to do anything, that's burning your wish out instantly. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. And, you know, anything under that is you perhaps that's a really have a, a bit of... What if I have a dice reserve for each wish? Mm. 
and then I can choose. So if I want to do a really big attack, I do roll them all. Mm-hmm. But if I want to use like, you know, three dice strong attack, yeah, that's a really interesting idea. So hang on, is it the thirteen dice across the three wishes? No, or across is it... one wish. Yeah. So why would you not always just go maximum? Because, because once I've run out, out of wishes, immediately, that's it. yeah. True. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. And in an adventure where we currently are, where we've, as you know, you know, just to reiterate, we've fallen down a hole. I'm I'm disconnected now from the future legend. Getting another lamp. I've got one. But if it's thirteen die per wish, why would you not just always use thirteen if you're going to use a wish? Whereas if it was thirteen, I guess it depends across the three. It depends on situations. Like, do you want your wish to be I've got swords for this combat that involves six people? Mm. You don't want to expend all thirteen dice on one of those people. No. I think uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just an idea. It was like I was thinking well, if you needed to do something within but, the rules. I, I mean, but one of the nice situations we had was that like you summoned gauntlets. Yeah, like you summoned big These gauntlets. Big arms, yeah. And then like I didn't want it to be a case where you punch someone. That's a wish. No, it's no, no over. of course, because they're here. They're winning. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of thought of it. It's like you have used your wish to make gauntlets, mm. and then I was going. I was thinking, okay, so now you have gauntlets. If we ignore the fact it came from a wish, what is their strength? I was like, yeah, you might as well be wearing two mechanical gauntlets. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so maybe they give you a plus X mm-hmm. to whatever. Yeah, and I know. think this is where if we had a manual, you know, it would say that. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. summon gauntlets, it would give you a plus five to combat. Maybe, with. yeah, maybe that's how many die you use is directly inverse, well, inversely proportional to how long it lasts. So if you wanted to use a thirteen die or thirteen strength wish. It lasts once, like it's a boom. Whereas if you use like a two or a five or something, it, it lasts mess. maybe half an hour. Or yeah, I guess what it could be. Let's say I summon a sword. Um, John could go. Well, that is that is an attack power of plus three to your strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, as a DM, decide when it powers down. Mm. Basically, yeah. I, I and it requires a bit more flexibility Fluidity. from everyone involved. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the thing I kind of I'm thinking about is and spoilers, but I've been. You know, have some NPCs, you know, who will be mm-hmm. featuring in the story. And you talk about, you know, we have the four, no, sorry, the eight scats. Yeah. Yeah. And we have 20 points to divide yes. among them when building a character. Uh, so, yeah, so if you, if the minimum is you have to have one in each one, yeah. then as you said, you could completely. The maximum is 30. Yeah, so you yeah. could min max a character and have them be as powerful as conceivably possible in one stat. But and utterly feeble in everything, and everything, and everything yeah. else. But then I was like, I guess the problem is, and I guess this will we won't know until we try it. But I'm like, is having thirteen in one stat still just completely overpowered? Is it breaking the game? Yeah, to the point where it's like we have a minimum. Mm. Do we also need a maximum? I think it would to make more balanced characters. I think it would mean. I I mean I did a few calculations and. With 13 dice, 13 is actually the most common. The way the way I've balanced the dice with what, 0, 1, and 2, the number of dice is actually the same as the most common roll you would get with that dice. Mm. So um, your, your most reliable roll in that situation would be 13. So yes, we've not come across many situations where a roll of 13 would not be completely OP. But at the same time... They'd be so useless at everything else. That would not be a fun character to play. <laughs> no, it, it certainly. It, yeah, it certainly wouldn't be. I just wonder, like, if somebody went, "I want like a super aggressive mm-hmm. character, and I'm just going to solve all my problems by punching my way out of yeah. them. I'm just going to make like, you know, a level thirteen strength yeah. character. 
and I'm yeah, I'm useless in other things, but I'm a, I'm godlike with my hands, and I can just. Pow, pow, pow. But I think there There's would no be plenty of weaknesses for that character. Okay, and like, this the, is where yeah, because it's like they could be tricked easily. They'd have no sense of will. Um, they'd know nothing, <laughs> and not be able to think. They would be constantly going last in any yeah battle situation. battle situation because yeah. they would have one strategy wrong. <laughs> well, it's interesting because the way in which you've um, written your characters and the way you've divided them about I think the highest stat that any of you have is seven mm-hmm. interestingly yeah. enough and I think Ali that's your deduction yes yeah what was called intelligence and Lucy that's your my knowledge, knowledge. Yeah. see now that's interesting now you've all gone out of your way to try and make well-rounded characters but with strengths and weaknesses yeah. yeah whose stats are in keeping with the people you're playing as yeah but rules help control the fun. Uh, I get, no, <laughs> no, no, but this is this is what I mean. I, I just wonder whether, like, if I'm coming up with characters for you to deal with, and they're NPCs, so they're they're not characters that anyone will ever say play as. Mm. But it's like for the sake of say, like, I want you to face a person who is super intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's like if I just load that stat with intelligence, it's like. But they're basically a brain in a jar. <laughs> I, I I suppose. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So maybe, maybe I'm worrying unduly. I just gonna. I, yeah, like, I think break it. There will probably be. A, it will probably be useful for us to come up against such a character and see if it breaks the game. Part of the process of designing anything is trying to find out how mm. far you can push it before mm. it falls apart. Bend it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we have all built pretty well-rounded characters that do have definite strengths and weaknesses, but nothing that's actually like an in, an inhibition. <laughs> okay. Um. Although, you know, I've, I've got, like, one charisma and one inspiration and one dexterity, so I'm a slow, ugly lump, basically. <laughs> slow, ugly lump. Well, no, I, I mean, he's quite charming. With his blue skin. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, but it, but that's real, in a way. That's a way I can roleplay. I can roleplay being a slow, ugly lump. People have flaws. Yeah. It's part of their character. <laughs> we're, all, we're all individuals, ultimately. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I get that reference. Uh, so, uh, with that in mind, does everybody feel comfortable enough mm-hmm. to yeah. get going? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess as a brief recap, uh, you, our crew, uh, I guess could we want to just quickly say our names and who oh, we're playing mm-hmm. as, perhaps? Uh, I am Lucy and I'm playing as Rituar, the ATAR scientist. I'm Nick and I'm playing as Capella, the Melodian lamp user. And I'm Ali, I'm playing as Lynette, the... Uh... Feline, human person. <laughs> you're the engineer. As I'm in, the engineer. you're not a cat person. You're a cat person. You yeah. like cats. Yeah. You have a cat called Jason. Jason, who I seem to remember, we got thrown <laughs> in I battle. Thrown at a slime monster. Yeah. But you're you're from a species who sort of they're paired with cats, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's my sole bonded cat pet. So and Jason in himself is uh, he's not. A magical cat. No, he is he's just, a, just cat. a cat. But the two of you have a psychic connection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're <laughs> well, basically, and you are, of course, and for the benefit of our listeners, you are the crew of the Future Legend, which is an extraversal trading ship sailing the world between worlds, the space between stories, the extraverse. Mm. In your journeys, you have responded to a SOS uh, beacon from the downed sun of the Silent Age which is a large uh, shipping vessel, a pelican, if you will, known for its pronounced beak, which has crashed in a seemingly uninhabited 
world. Certainly, grey, uh, boring world. Grey, boring, potentially unmade, unfinished world, um, which you were led to believe was abiotic and mm-hmm. absolutely no life on it. Um, so the three of you have entered the downed vessel, leaving the future legend kind of hovering in a low orbit. Not quite that high, but, you know, just in the Captain sky. Timber. Captain by Timber. Timbar, who <laughs> is a uh, tr- kind of plant elemental slash captain of your ship who has physically grown into the structure, the hull of your ship. So entering the vessel, you found uh, a lot of dank, musty air. <laughs> you found a lot of mucus. Mm. And you found the remnants of the crew who have gone all kinds of slimy zombie I don't like the slimes horrible zombies. gross plaguey creatures uh, we found one in a tube you did find yeah. one in a tube and uh, you brutally smashed him against the wall bam that's how I roll and he died of shock <laughs> and uh, yeah you went to the bridge hacked your way in you are now wearing Eva suits, mm-hmm. EVA suits, uh, because you did not bring any of your own. Uh, but Again, you... how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> but you found some uh, on the ship. So hopefully you are... Because, I mean, are you all on the same page here? Do you get the impression the air is pretty... I, yeah, I did not infectious. think the air was good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, uh, so making your way into the bridge, you found... Lots more mucus than before. The air was a lot damper, a lot thicker. And before you were attacked by not only more zombies, but a group of floating psychic snot monsters that look like little fetuses, which appeared to be made entirely out of mucus. Uh, you it's also yummy. were able to hack into the records of the ship where we discovered that, you know, it was a bit particularly un exciting normal vessel sailing the extraverse they uh spent a bit of time landed on a forested planet stopped up on reserves cooking some water and food sailed off again then the crew started falling ill and a lot of the uh, crew began experiencing flu-like symptoms before falling into comas and that was the last record we know and the only other information you were able to glean was that there were 20 crew members mm-hmm. aboard. Yep. 18 human, humanic, so mm-hmm. recognisable to you as people, one of whom was an automaton, oh, was yes, a robot, right. and one of whom was the muscle of the crew, who was described oh. as a hulking, oversized giant of a man from a species not known for intelligence, but known for incredible physical Strength. Can't wait to meet him. I'm sure he's just dead. It's gonna, it's gonna work out fine. <laughs> and uh, unless I'm very much mistaken, uh, when I factor in the amount of people you have dispatched, <laughs> or the amount of corpses you've seen, because you found a few corpses yeah, and the like, yeah, yeah. Uh, tallying it all up, there are 13 humans unaccounted for, plus the automaton and the brute. Right. So you are. So it's called three. Uh, yeah, and I think you killed. Oh no! Five. No, yeah, I think yeah. you. you ki- yeah, I think you killed like four or four or three, mm-hmm. and you found a corpse who had already cool. died. Yeah. Cool. And uh, it's great. <laughs> it's really cool. It's yeah. lovely. And uh, yeah, and then you were all attacked by these psychic 
blob monsters which float, which is mm-hmm. a bit disconcerting. And Nick used, uh, or Lynette Capella, Capella, I am paying attention, <laughs> uh, used the last of your wishes because you are a lamp user. You're addicted to a very powerful reality bending drug. Mm. And you let out a mighty pulse of energy, which not only ripped the mucus creatures in half, but also compromised the already weakened and rotting structure of the Son of the Silent Age, casting the three of you and Jason into a pit of darkness. Yes. So, Yay. Uh, just to, you know, shut up and let you guys uh, talk about stuff, did you want to compare notes? Just you know, among yourselves and to the mics uh, about the current situation and what you think you're dealing with or facing. Yeah, okay. Um, um, well, you were the one who fell, Ali. You were the one who fell furthest and hardest. I yes. think. Hit my head. I have minus eight life points now. Well, I have eight life points. Yeah. I've taken eight damage. That was before um, the big fall, was it? I think I took some fall damage as you, well. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I brought everyone into a bubble, didn't I, as we fell? Yeah, we did, yeah. did yeah. we actually resolve the land? No, I don't I, think I, we I did. Resolve, I don't think we did. No, no, no. no so we, I, I we, we were, oh, that's right. You, yeah. were, you were already pretty hard that's hit. <laughs> if you'd yeah. like to take more, <laughs> more, more than welcome to. In. Don't listen to them, just because it's his birthday. Because I had you down, and correct me if this is different from what you've all got, I had each of your health as 16. Originally, yes. I'm, oh, to begin with. Was yeah. that all you had to begin with? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was our baseline. Oh. I'm currently on Ali, Ali did take damage in the Look fight. at me. I'm being very useless here. Uh, I'm, I'm still at maximum health. I'm on 14. Oh, wow. Well, actually, got, that's a good I got, point. I think I got punched in the head by one of the zombies that was on my spear. Okay, so sorry. So, Lucy, you are... I'm on 14. 14. Uh, Nick, you're on... Currently full life. Although I just have, just had a thought. Because this is the first time we've ever run out of wish. I've ever run out of wishes. Yes. I wonder if there should be an HP hit. Uh, yes. We'll tell you what. We'll deal with that. Okay. When you get to the bottom. No worries. Uh, and Ali, sorry, you are <laughs> We're still eight, falling. So yes, falling for like seven weeks. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, that would put you at half health. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which is rather hard to say with a slightly dry throat. Uh, so, um, I think you're probably getting into the territory of having some kind of. Physical, physical yeah. detriment. So I'm going to say you're going to get a minus one on any of the physical. Okay. I've, checks. I, so I've yeah. <laughs> I only have one strength anyway, so I'm on zero strength. <laughs> okay. I can just about stand. Um, okay. So what do do you have any thoughts about the nature of what's happened to this ship and the creatures that have been attacking you? Maybe it's obvious, but maybe just. Uh, clearly, they picked up. This world is abiotic, as far as we know. So they picked something up and took it with them. Mm. Um, in, what well, they brought it from another world. I think they brought it from another world. I don't think it comes from here. Okay. Um, and it was all contained inside the ship as well. There was no sign of it outside mm. the ship. It was all inside That's the dome. True. I wonder whether the. I don't know if the blob monsters are what have taken control, or whether they just evolved from the crash. So if there was some bacteria on there, but yeah. I get the feeling that something perhaps took over the ship in order to crash here to form a new I wonder planet. if the crash was accidental. I really... That's my thought. Because they didn't seem smart. Like, the zombies were no. not intelligent. Even And the, the, the maggot, floaty zombie bomb fetuses did not also seem mm. that smart. Like, they had psychic attack powers, but mm. they weren't that sturdy. I guess... Like they weren't completed yet. I, I guess one thing that came up was that... Um, somebody had rigged the heart 
of a ship which controls atmospheric conditions mm, to set it yeah. like 37 degrees and to increase moisture. Mm. Yeah. So whether they had a traitor think... or there was some level of intelligence, mm, intelligence I wonder whether controlling someone wants to start and like alien get to give aliens a new. What we don't oh, that's fine. They can have it. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave. Let's leave. <laughs> yeah. What we don't know, I suppose, is like when when the mucus takes over a person. Mm. We've seen them at the end of their life when yeah, they're just yeah. a husk. But potentially in the earliest stages, they're actually still useful. But it was said on the it said in the uh, ship's logs that they got ill, mm. like flu-like symptoms, like they were incapacitated. But if you were taken over and didn't know you were taken over, you might just say we're all feeling a bit ill, mm. but in actual fact you're doing what, what the mucus always wanted maybe, you to do. Maybe, I don't yeah. know. And I guess like the last record you knew was that like eight members of the crew, I think, had fallen mm-hmm. into comas. But that's like the last log before mm. the ship crashes. Yeah, and so there's they a... wake up and do some stuff Yeah. before getting to the point that their bodies are useless. Well I then my know. question is this mucusy stuff was clearly biological in some way. Yeah. How would it have completely taken over the ship if they had an automaton? Yeah, unless priority one was stop the automaton, and he is in some way. That that, that implies a lot more planning than I think we've seen. That's very true, and so there may be a traitor. Yeah. Unless he's a, you know, he might be the traitor. He did it all along. He's like David. He's David. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the traitor. That's an interesting idea. Nick, I'm going to give you a minus two for referencing Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> Minus two in every stat. Every <laughs> and that passes over into real life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you a minus two to your future job prospects. Uh, and I will need one of your fingers. John, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I accept it willingly. I need to learn. Um, okay, but um, I think the more, a more pressing problem is that we're falling into a great big dark hole. Yes. And we don't know where that's yeah. going. Obviously. Okay, well, um, I guess as Nick pointed out, as the <coughs> chasm opened, the last thing that happened was you leapt towards them and used the last of your energy Whoa. to kind of extend a bubble mm-hmm. around them, yeah. and then you plummeted into darkness. Okay, so if everyone's yeah, let's ready, do it. <laughs> speed. Okay, let's we're gonna dive in. Am I get right? back into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> That's troubling. Who yeah. I want to start with? Ali, Lynette. Mm-hmm. You open your eyes after a brief period of unconsciousness. You immediately see, or feel, or sense that you are up to your chest in water. Uh, thankfully, as you get your bearings. You are still wearing your EVA suit. Uh, you cannot sense Jason. Okay. Or, or rather, you, through your psychic connection, you can sense that he is alive and apparently okay. You cannot see or, you know, tell if he's anywhere near. Okay. Mostly because it's very, very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you flex your fingers your toes you don't appear to have broken anything it would seem the water has kind of cushioned your fall Ooh, soft water, Got to love soft water. <laughs> but uh yeah you cannot see or make out much of anything okay what would you like to do um so am i the first to be conscious i suppose mm. well i suppose i call out can anybody hear me can we hear her you hear your voice <laughs> echoing mm-hmm. in what feels like a reasonably large chamber 
but there is no response. Okay. Um, well, I can make a lot of cups of tea with my <laughs> Do you, Do you have a torch or anything? I don't. No, I have a utility belt, but that gives me a knife, a wrench, and a screwdriver. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to start kind of you know retconning retconning it all does the eva suit have a torch yeah i think um i think we can reasonably say that there might be something in In your helmet or something yeah usually these sorts of suits do don't they they Mm. sort of illuminate what you're looking at yeah space suit does okay i turn that on then turn on my head torch okay uh casting the light around you see that yes indeed you are in a fairly large area this is not a cargo hold of the ship but due to the damage of the crash and the general rotting of the wood and indeed the incredible structural lack of integrity we've because seen. Because somebody shot a energy wave through the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you are in a, a kind of underground cavern area now, which is a combination of kind of rock and the remnants of the lowest deck mm-hmm. of the ship. And this was a triple deck Oh, right, so the yeah, lowest yeah. level of the ship has yeah. fallen down through the earth. Oh, no, actually, no. I mean, you are at the same level as the lower deck. Oh, right. But it's rather hard to tell now what's inside the ship and what's outside the oh, ship. Okay. Yeah. And water, the lost water from the pool and the bridge, has gathered in the bottom of this oh. area. So if you can imagine, you are, you know, standing up. You are now up to your waist in this water. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of like, you are in a natural dip of like rock and bits of twisted, rotting wood. But you can see that a short distance away, there is um, the remnants of the floor of the ship. So you would be able to haul yourself out of Mm -hmm. the water and be back in what might very well be a corridor. Okay. Um, I'd like to grab a piece of rotting wood and sort of use it as a flotation just to support i know it's only waist high but i'm kind of weak from all my damage so i'm sort of going to use it as a buoyancy aid and wade over to that sort of half corridor and try and haul myself out of the water i like it okay so um please take a deduction check okay which is seven well that's good so i'm hoping i will deduce Seven. Seven. Wow, that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) See everything. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Casting uh, your light about, you realise that, well, you instantly uh, kind of glean that you are indeed now, as you, I'm going to say that you reach the edge of the wood, and you, yes, this is what was once a corridor. Uh, It's kind of like, the nearest comparison I would make would be like a collapsed mine shaft. Mm. So you can see the wooden shape of what this corridor once was, you mm-hmm. know, kind of metal braces. And we're looking ahead, it looks fairly okay, but you've come through a bit which has been kind of obliterated by rock. So there's like rock on one side and, you know, twisted wreckage on the other, barely recognisable as a ship. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, however, you see two familiar bodies Ooh, okay. a short distance away. Uh, please fl- be us, please be us. <laughs> <laughs> floating in the water. Okay. Uh, yes, we've, got, I, we've got masks on. Of That's course. fine, haven't we? We've got I would say face down, but yes, indeed, <laughs> you, thankfully, are wearing EVA suits. So yes, they are your two okay. crewmates in the water. I just came out of kind of like to the side, like you know, you've waded towards them, and maybe what you thought oh, was that was that wood, mm. is that wreckage? No, there are bodies in there. 
Okay. Um, right, I think I guess I'm going to jump back in and wade over and maybe use some of that wood and sort of prop people up and drag them. <laughs> yeah, you are not in the best state to be doing anything physical right no. now. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the buoyancy will uh, will help. Yeah. Yeah. Wonders. So uh, looking at them, you see that uh, the two of them appear unconscious as you would expect, because they didn't respond to your call. <laughs> However, uh, uh, Lynette... No, who are you? Sorry, Capella. I'm having a bad day. <laughs> uh, Capella... She'd have stickers on her forehead. <laughs> Capella is in a bad way. And you can tell that this is not just the result of the fall. Uh, she has completely expended all her wishes. So she's essentially gone... She's passed out mm. as a kind of withdrawal. Rutua looks in slightly better condition. However, maybe it's just da- days from the impact, and you might be able to gently rouse. I have him. plenty of experience of falling a long way, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you came from a place you can only fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your people have like 80,000 words for down. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a good one. So, yeah, if you'd like, you may ra- uh, yeah. kind of rouse Rituar. Yeah, sort of gently shake you without you. Reflex. I just go punching me. With your giant hands. Yeah. Okay, I am awake. I imagine. Yes. No. I, no checks needed. I hurt. This is bad. Don't want to be here. This is horrible. Yeah. Um. I think. Um. It's fair to say, uh, Rutua, Lucy, Hello. that you have not escaped unharmed. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that you have taken a further three points of damage okay. from the landing, but uh, with your scientific know-how. You do not appear. You can tell that you haven't done serious damage. Okay. A few sprains, few, few maybe. Sprains, yeah. A few bruises. What do the two of you want to do? Well, my first instinct after swearing quite a bit, um, and probably swearing at Capella a lot, even though she's unconscious, just because, <laughs> you know, why Why not? It's all her fault anyway. Um, I would actually like to use my med kit on both myself and um, Lynette. Thank you. So I have five uses of my med kit. Wonderful. Enough, enough kit for it, it's basic first aid, but it should hopefully like stop you bleeding internally or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I think uh, yes, because you can see that of course uh, Lynette is in a bad mm-hmm. way. So uh, yeah, I think we'll take that down by two uses. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say that each of you. Would you like me to do a check for using it or anything? Or actually, that is very good. Yes. <laughs> why not? Sorry, throwing in the. I, I'm not DMing. I'm not backseat DMing. No, no, no. <laughs> this is good. This is an organic process for everyone. Uh, could you please take a knowledge check? Certainly. Is this going to determine how much? How much health? I know about? <laughs> yeah. No. I. How much it affects you? That's a really good idea. I like that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh. I, Wow, yeah. <laughs> good, good one. We've gained I, 10. I, I, I didn't add points. my science in because I, I thought that might be overkill. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. So, yeah, I'm going to say that each of you may uh, regain three life points. Hmm. 